Oh boy, oh boy, is it raining outside. Yes, it is, but now we gotta get the show started right away. Okay, alright, so let's do it real fast. Oh, we finished. No, 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 yes, yeah, not that fast. Okay, so I'd like to remind everybody that this show is dedicated as a refuge lema for Chaim Yosefi ben Sarah Miriam and for Peril Bas Chaya Rivka. Okay, once again, it's sponsored for a refuge lema for Chaim Yosef Tzvi ben Sora Miriam and Peril Bas Chaya Rivka. I'd like to remind everybody that uh, my book, Zelig the Wagon Driver, is still out there, along with the other books from Arts Girl. Uh, Zelig the Wagon Driver is done by BSD Publishing, and uh, the other three books are by Arts Girl. And Be'ez Hashem, for those who are asking, yes, one day there will be Be'ez Hashem, uh, there will be... Um, there will also be um, <clears throat> Shraga Ben Shraga will be turned into a book also. Okay, and I would like to remind everybody that uh, my double CD, the story CD called I Minutes and I Tell You, produced uh, by a CD, uh, the CD story is produced by Yufa Story Series with Master Storyteller, and Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs, and it's called I Minutes and I Tell You, is still available in stores. And if you'd like to order any of the other types of CDs that I have, uh, you can order them by uh, calling 718-375-1294. Give me your email address or your fax number. I'll be more than happy to email you or fax you the updated list. Okay, if you're interested in storytelling uh, performances for uh, either father and son, um, Lama Malkis or learning programs or Hanukkahs or, or Shivas or, or Besiakos, types of assemblies or whatever, birthday parties, etc., and so on and so forth, if you want to hire me for Storytelling, so the number to call is 718-375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. You always, you always have to get the last word in. Yep, you got that right. Okay, and also for those who are interested perhaps in the Koyach and the Moyach type of demonstration, the Hamish demonstration that demonstrates what the power of the mind can do with physical strength and internal power. And or if you're open-minded and you want to uh, have a uh, extreme martial arts uh, demonstration, so then you can call for information about that too. And if you're interested in either artwork or art lessons or martial arts uh, or martial arts, you know, to learn self-defense or whatever exercises or qigong energy exercises, then the number to call is seven one eight three seven five one two nine four. Yep, you got that right again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, and I'd like to remind everybody of a A lot of the classes are pretty well booked. So I just may have to put you on a waiting list, and sometimes people drop out, and sometimes people try something, and they realize it's not for them. So if an opening opens up, I'd be more than happy to let you know. Okay, so uh, Baruch Hashem, um, it's pretty full. Okay, so uh, let's see what else we got to tell you. We did that, we did that, we did that. Oh, we covered everything so fast. You must have a big story. Well, I have a big story, and also people have been complaining that there's not enough time to get more phone calls in at the end. So, uh... Uh, we'll we'll color we'll cut out some of the stuff that you and I do. But but it's so much fun. I know, but we have to go on. Okay, so today I am going to tell a very very interesting story. I can't vouch for its uh, whether you know it's one hundred percent true or not, but it's uh, written in the safer. But on the way over, I forgot the name of the safer. Sorry. And it's very interesting, you know, it's just brought down on one of these Mycia safers, you know, where it talks about a great tzaddik that everybody knows who he is because I bet you he's in the Makroiska Dailas. Are you looking at my papers again? How else should I know this stuff? Ah, oh, very good. Okay, anyways, yes, it's written in the Makroiska Dailas. He's one of them for him, okay? Wise guy, figure out which one is he. Ah, uh, Clayaker. No. 
um, 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 Iran ban. No. Um, 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 so yes, this is a story about the great tzaddik Harav Avroham ben Meir ibn Ezra, who lived from the years of 1089 to 1167. So that means he was about 78 years old when he was nifty, if I did my calculations correct. All right, uh, maybe I'm wrong, 76 maybe, okay. Eleven years, whatever it was, no, no, seventy-eight. Yeah, okay. Anyways, so oh, seventy-six, either one. No, 78. I was right. Okay, so he lived seventy-eight years old. He was born. I'm giving you a little background. Uh, uh, why do we need to know this? Well, because if you know who he is, then <laughs> you can understand the story better. Okay, well, you going to tell it in the Spanish language. No, I'm going to tell it in English. Okay, anyway, so here's how it goes. <clears throat> so Rabbi Ram ben Meir ibn Ezra was a great, great tzaddik. He also knew quite a lot of stuff about philosophy and many other subject matters and everything. And he uh, wrote him a Mephoyrish. Uh, he made, wrote several svarim. He's also very good as a poet and uh, and philosophy and et cetera, et cetera. But uh, what he's most famous for is his uh, Mephoyrish in the Beis Yehuda. I mean, in the basic, in the Mikrois Gedolus Chumash, called. Uh, uh, I know, I know, Eben Ezra. Right, right. So it's not the Orachim. It's not the Ramban. It's not. Okay, I got the picture. Okay, so we got that straight. Okay, so he was born and he lived for quite a while in uh, a province in Spain called Tudela, if I'm pronouncing it right, Tudela, or Tudela, whatever it is. Um, it's a Spanish name, I guess, and it was a part of the province in Spain uh, called Navarra, if I'm pronouncing it right. And he was nifted eventually in Cala Horara, Horara, whatever. Again, it's a Spanish word, so I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but <laughs> these are the true facts. Okay, so now I'm going to tell you a story, now that you've got a background on who this Tadik is. So we're going to go all the way over to tell you one more little fact. Oh yeah, what's that? It's very important for the story. Okay, so tell me what it is. Okay, basically what you gotta know is that uh, he was such a great tzaddik that he used to use some forms of Kabbalah to do things, and he used to, uh, you know, be... Like or something, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah, he was a shtickle balmaifus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he was, you know, smart, I wouldn't say call him shtickle, I, I, I seem to call him... A piece of a, a Balmaifus, you know what I mean? Uh, okay, but he'll, he'll pick up Yiddish too because he probably knows that language too anyways. Uh, whatever. Anyways, uh, can I start now? I get. I think I got all the background. Okay, where are we starting from? Um, <clears throat> I think we'll go all the way to Rome, Italy. Wow, okay. Uh, when are we going to fly? Yossi, use your imagination. If I use my imagination, then I stop using it, I'm going to fall out of the sky, you know? Yossi. Okay, don't worry about it. Okay. Anyways, so <clears throat> now here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm seat belted. Oh, yes, see. Okay, anyways, here's what happened. We now go to a special meeting in a small little village. Now, the Sefer did not say what was the name of the Italian town, uh, the Italian shtetl. But one thing I can tell you the story definitely because it took place in the um, mid 1100s. 
So it took place in the mid-1100s. And here's what happened. We go to this small little shtetl. I don't know if it's small or big, whatever. Well, probably it was fairly big because they had a big university there. Anyhow, let's go right over there. Sure, gentlemen. <laughs> you know why I call this meeting, right? Yeah, yeah, the same old problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now listen here. I want you to know we're not in Russia. So what? What's the problem? We have to be in Italy. Oh, one second. Ah, okay. So tell me, what's the matter? Hey, what, what got a problem? You got, huh? you got a problem there? Uh, no, I don't got a problem. Uh, listen here. You know, we got a little problem a different way. You see, it appears to be that we always have this Jewish problem and uh, we like to try to get rid of them. So uh, I had an idea. Ah, uh, you had an idea. What's your idea? Come on, tell me, tell me, tell me. Go ahead, tell me. Don't, don't, don't hide it. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. What is the idea? I was just thinking out aloud. Don't think so much out loud. You're going to give me a headache. No, 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 no. I was thinking out loud. And I came to a conclusion. Yeah, yeah. So what's in the conclusion you came to? Well, I came to a conclusion that I have an idea. You see, sometimes uh, Jewish people, when they walk in the street, they don't like to get recognized because they're afraid of us, right? Well, there should be because, oh, it's, you know, when we see a Jew that we can recognize, sometimes we go beat him up, you know? It's, it's not a good thing, but, you know, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, because we're bad people. But not everybody's like that. I know that, but, you know, but, uh, this time of the year, you know, in this part of the country, you know, like, uh, it's, it's, it's like uh, 1100s, you know, the mid mid 1100s. Yeah, we were like that. That's right. And so listen here. I have a new plan. Yeah, what's your new plan? I think we should hire somebody. What? Are we going to hire somebody going to shoot all the Jews? That's not a very good. The whole world will not uh, allow this to happen. You know, we have to be very careful of what we do. Yes, I know. I think we should hire somebody. A magician. Somebody who practices the, 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 the magic, the real magic, using the, the shadim, you know, and all these things, you know. The, the sitra achra, you know, what the Jewish people call sitra achra. You know what I mean? Real magic. <laughs> we need somebody like this. And what are we going to do when something like this happens? I get it. What are you going to do with it? You're going to make them disappear? You're going to tell the magician to make him turn to a, a salami or something? What's the matter with you? No. Oh, not a salami. Like a little pickle, yes? We'll put him in a jar and make him a sour pickle, yeah? Half sour, medium sour, what do you want? No. Listen to me carefully. I'm telling you. This is not what we're going to do. I researched, I found a magician, and he's going to tell you what he's going to do. Eh, hey, hey, Pierre, you may come in now. <laughs> tell me, does he know how to do anything else besides laughing? You know what I mean? <laughs> I do know what to do. <laughs> I am one of the greatest masters of what could be called black magic or from the forces of the other side. <laughs> what Jewish people call Sitra Achra. <laughs> I have inherited for a long time from my family tradition how to call up the Shadim to carry out my wishes. <laughs> Uh, listen here, is he going to laugh at the whole time or is he going to tell us what the plan is? All right, all right, all right. 
Come down, Pierre. Listen here. Pierre's plan is very simple. We're going to build in front of the university. Okay, because, you know, one of the things is we don't want any Jewish people in the university. Yeah, so what's the problem? The problem is not a problem. Listen to what I'm going to tell you. Huh? You listening? We're going to build this very big statue. Very big statue. He's going to put magic spell. However he does it, I don't know how. But what he's going to do, he's going to take this spell. He's going to put this spell inside of the statue. Okay, so the statue's going to know how to spell. So if I don't know how to spell something, I don't use a dictionary. I go to the statue, and then I, he tells me how to spell. Not that kind of spell. What's the matter with you? Stop, stop thinking silly. <laughs> because I don't understand the plan. How about stop beating around the bush and tell me what the plan is? <laughs> there he goes laughing again. What's the matter with you? Somebody tickle you the whole time? What's the matter with you? <laughs> Listen to what my plan is. I will call up the forces of evil and I will have them lodge inside the head of the big statue. <laughs> What's the matter with you? And, and then, any time a Jew passes by, whether it's in disguise or when he tries to hide itself, the statue will sense him. And then, you know what's going to happen? Uh, let me think. It's, it's going to make him into a pickle jar. No! He's going to scream out, beat the Jew, kill the Jew. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> no, I think I like what you're saying. Okay, very good. All right, very good. So now, let's get the people ready to make the statue. And then he'll get to work. And so, first they had to build the statue. They put wire frames together. And they melted copper and stone and whatever they needed to do. They made this heavy, big statue. They wanted to make sure it was big and humongous. So this way, when they put the magic spell, the kishif inside it, they would make sure that this here statue would sense a Jew no matter how far away he was. Or at least close enough to the university. And so... The work is set out. All right, all right, just, 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 just a minute now. Tie that piece. The arm, the arm. The arm, be careful with the arm. No, 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 no. Be careful. What are you doing with the arm? I don't know what. I know what I'm doing. I'm taking the arm and I'm putting it in like this. Yeah, yeah, but if you put it that way, then the arm is going to be the other way around. Okay, okay. All right, I do it this way. What's the problem? It's not a problem, but this is not a problem. What do you mean it's not a problem, but it's not a problem? Well, now you fix the problem. And what about the arm? Uh, however, there's another problem. What is the other problem? Want to tell me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you put the right arm on the left side, and the left side on the right side. <laughs> okay, okay, I take all of it to the water. And sure enough, after much banging, and a bunch of other noises, the statue was finally finished. And then the magician came. The Kishifmacher. Yeah! Oh no, not him again. <laughs> what are you going to laugh for? But they're serious. Are you going to make the statue laugh? No. 
When I do that, I'm a very serious at the moment. <laughs> I laugh because I know what I do is very good. <laughs> what you do is very good. <laughs> okay, too stupid already. Okay, everybody stand back. What is he doing? He, he's putting a candles over there. He's putting candles down there. What is he, what's he doing? Huh? Don't worry what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. I'm telling you, he's done this for years. Okay, listen, I pay him a lot of money. What do you mean you pay him a lot of money? It's our money. Yeah, yeah, we all chip in together, but I hire him. Okay, listen, hey, don't worry about a thing. He knows what he's doing, eh? But that's a good wine. He's pouring out a good wine. It's part of the ritual. He knows what he's doing. And sure enough, he put out candles all around the statue. And he poured out this wine or whatever for reason was that he needed it. He put it out there all around. And suddenly, he told everybody... <laughs> oh no, not again. This is a laughing this is not a laughing matter. Would you please do it and stop? <laughs> Listen to me. I want everybody to stand back because you might see a flash of fire suddenly come up. <laughs> this is the spirit going inside the statue. So now I will say the special words in the special way that my mother taught to me and my father taught to me and my father's father taught my father to teach my mother to teach me and teach my grandmother to teach the grandfather to teach the the grandson to the well you don't get the picture okay so now here we go okay stand back you tell us that's already okay here i go <laughs> not again with the life please please okay don't worry okay here i go what language are you speaking if you don't mind telling me don't interrupt me i gotta start all over again I'm going to perform in a wonder. Yeah, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay, here we go. And all of a sudden, this crazy Kishif Maha. His voice began to change. Ding bao hao de yo. Mono ya ni wanya wa. Binde wa rin Spirit of the shadim. I call upon you. Rise. Rise, rise! Oh my goodness, you hold a longer note over there, mister. Okay, so now what is going to happen? Stand back. Stand back. The flash of fire is going to come any second. Oh yeah, really? <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> that was <a> beautiful. <laughs> nice fireworks. I like that. <laughs> now, listen to me. I want you to enter the head of the statue. When you enter the head of the statue, you will occupy it. You'll become sensitive. 
Whenever a Jewish person passes by, you will scream, beat him, beat him, beat him. <laughs> yeah. And suddenly the spirit began to speak. Yes, I will go inside the head. And of course the spirit went in the head. You know, Yossi, am I scaring you? No. This is such an exciting story. I never heard you tell a story like this before. It's not even a campfire. Okay, don't worry. It has a happy ending. Don't worry. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> you had me holding on to the seat of, you know, over here, you know, and everything. Go, go ahead, go ahead. I certainly will. <laughs> okay, finally we found a story that can keep you quiet. Okay. Anyways, uh, just want to remind everybody that this story does have a happy ending. Keep that in mind. Okay, anyways, continuing right along. So, the Jewish people had no idea in that particular village, or in that particular city, they had no idea about the statue in front of the university. And one day, a poor person named Shmerla was mowing along. <laughs> Oh, look at this. The university got a new piece of decoration. It looks like a statue. I wonder who the statue is supposed to be. Maybe it's supposed to be a statue of a hero from Italy or Rome. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm going to go and take a closer look. Maybe there's a sign that says who the statue is. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm coming closer here to the statue, and, uh, oh, let's see, there, oh, there's no plaque. Maybe it's in the back of the plaque. Suddenly, when Shmero came close enough for the spirit that was inside the statue to suddenly sense his presence, the statue began to holler. Beat him! It is a Jew. Beat the Jew. <laughs> wow. I guess that Meshigana Kishifmacher had to put his laugh inside the, the, the spirit over here. <laughs> but I'm not afraid because I know it has a happy ending. That's right. That's right. And so the statue screamed very loud. Beat him. He's a Jew. Beat him. And all of a sudden, people from the university came out. Hey, let's get him. Yeah, let's get him. Let's get him. Uh, excuse me, pardon me. Uh, you want to get the statue? Is it available in a store for sale? Uh, you're coming at me. Uh, what, what, what do you got in your hands? Sticks. Uh, what, what are you doing with the sticks? Put that down. Yeah, we're going to put it down right on your hand. Oh, excuse me, pardon me. Boom, ow, that hurts. What's the matter with you? How would you like to touch that? If I took the stick and I hit you in the head, would you not going to be able to do because we're going to do it to you? Yeah, what are you going to do? And sure enough, they beat Smeryl. And Smeryl was bloodied up and he left. And he went back to the Jewish part of that shtetl, of that little village city, whatever it was. Unfortunately, it didn't say what the name was in the, in the safer. Anyways, so he came back home and his wife looked at him. <gasps> I smell a lot. What happened to you? I, 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 don't tell me. Don't tell me your nose was bleeding. You had a nosebleed. 
I, I, I had a nose blade. I had a, I had a tongue blade. I had my lip blade. I, 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 I had my toes blade. And, and I think my left ear was bleeding too. What? What, what happened? You, you blow your nose too hard? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I think they give me blows, all right, but not blowing my nose. They give me blows all over the body. What? What are you talking about? Well, I, I'm going to take some people there tomorrow and see if I, I was making a mistake in my imagination. All right. I hope you'll be all right. Meantime, let's take care of these little boo-boos over here. Ah, yeah, yeah. Let's take care of them. And so, sure enough, Schmerl and his wife took care of his boo-boos. And they patched them up. And the next day, in Shul, right after Shachris, he started telling about everybody what would happen. And that's what happened. See? First, I saw the big statue. And I looked at it. It was a gorgeous big statue. And I thought it was one of the heroes, one of the military heroes from, 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 from you know, Italy or Rome or whatever, you know. And then I came closer and I didn't see a sign. And all of a sudden, I heard this voice. And we're not sure, but I think it came from the statue. But it can't be, because the statue's just a piece of stone, a piece of metal. I mean, I, I can't talk, right? Yeah, she No, no, I can't talk. Where'd you get this crazy idea? A statue talks. <laughs> you say it in Hallel, you over there, and to heal my heart, you know, you say, Perlehem, Loyda Beiro. So what's the rest of the knowledge? Why are you talking crazy things? It doesn't talk. What do you mean? It's this machine. What's the rest of the And sure enough, Schmerl said, Ah, hi. You know what? You don't believe me? You know what? How about you and a couple other people? We're gonna go to the statue and we'll see if I'm I'm I'm, I'm imagining, okay? Sure, I wonder. I go with the old fool. I want to see this old fool. And sure enough, after davening, a number of people left the shul and they went to the university. And the university was in session. It was very quiet. And one of them said, No, those guys are the fool. What's happening? No, tell me, tell me. I don't see nothing happening. So go and do. It's a statue, it's a piece of stein, it's a stone with a piece of metal wrapped around it. Hey, what's what's it? Is it a tox? It's a machine, you know what I mean? Let's come a little closer. Okay, come a little closer. A little closer. Come a little closer. A little bit more, I think. I think, you know, now you're just in range. Range in what? Range from what? You'll see in a second. Peter Jew! <laughs> There's a Jew there! Beat him! Beat him! <laughs> and all of a sudden, a bunch of guys came out of the uh, university and they chased them and they beat them and they beat them. And then people realized this is not a joke anymore. And then there was a big meeting in the show. It has been brought to my attention that we have a big problem here in the, this shtetl here, the city. It seems to be that anybody walks down the street, anywhere near the statue, it seems to be that the range of the statue is going further and further. First, it was sensitive to anybody who came close to the statue. Now it seems to be picking up if somebody's a Jew even further away and it screams to beat, beat, beat and somehow it convinces the Goyim that they should beat us. And it, it's a label, it's not good. Already some people, because they're upset, they moved out. But this is not a solution because we're in Golis. 
So, you know, it can happen this way, that way, we could be good in one place for a while. When the goyim start up with us and they do things to us, it means that we're doing our various and Hashem is punishing us. You know, otherwise Hashem could make the goyim lazy and it won't bother us, you know. So I think that we should find a solution, you know what I mean? Rappelapen, rappelapen, listen. I was just thinking, you know, in Spain, in Toledo, whatever the place is, you know, in Spain, there's a very big tzaddik over there, you know, he, he's known as a Balmoyf, as a shtickle, you know, and and he's the, the, he's known as Rabbi Ram uh, uh, Ben Meir Ibn Ezra, you know what I mean? And in the future, I know because the storyteller told me already, that he's going to compose and write the Mephirish called the Ibn Ezra, you know what I mean? So he's a very big tzaddik, you know? I mean, and, 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 and maybe um, he could perform a mifus or something and, and settle the situation, okay? What do you say? I say, by the way, Moirabuisa, if you're listening to me, <laughs> I mean, I don't have a say, I'm not a rabbi, I'm not the rule, but I think, what I think is, we should just forget about it, not walk over there, and that's that. And suddenly the Rav spoke up. Uh, just a minute now? I just want you to understand... If they could do this in a small part of the town and they're successful in beating us, they will expand it to a bigger part of the town. And if it's successful there, they'll make it from one town to the other town. And we're going to have Gansatsuris bis Mashiach Kemp until Mashiach will come. So I think this idea to go to the Ibn Ezra is a very good idea. So who wants to travel to Spain? And they got a volunteer. And the volunteer traveled to Spain. And on that day that the volunteer traveled to Spain, and he got there, that is, on the day he arrived, I should say, on the day that he arrived in Spain, what ended up happening was, is that the Ibn Ezra, the Ibn Ezra, he was giving a shear, and some of his Talmudim started asking, saying, so, um, uh, 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 Rebbe, um, I mean, you know, I mean, Rob, I mean, um, you know, um, it, wouldn't it be nice if you taught us some of this Kabbalah stuff, you know, it would be nice that we could do things too, you know. I mean, you know what I mean. And the Ebenezer spoke up. Listen to me very carefully. It is not in our power to control these things the way you think. Baruch Hashem, I reached a level where I could use this power for good things. But don't be surprised. There are people in this world that know how to summon up the Sitra Akhra in many different ways for evil. And I don't want to teach this to you. You want to become closer to the Nishlalem, you don't need this. To come closer to the Nishlalem, you need when you wake up in the morning, you say, Moidani, you wash Negel Vasazoviyayid, just like a Jew is supposed to do. You do all these things the way you're supposed to do. And then you'll be matzliach. And the more you daven, the more you learn, the closer to the Rabbeinish Leilam you're going to be. And that is my opinion. And just at that moment, the door of the base of Medrash opened up. Can I help you? Uh, you're not from around there, I can tell by the clothing you're wearing. Uh, no, not from around here. You 
not that right. I'm really from, uh, you know, Rome, Italy, you know. Um, 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 but um, I was sent here as a schlier from the road from our town. You see, there seems to be, we don't know who is doing it, but we know there's a lot of anti-Semitans in this town, especially a lot of the officials over there. We know, <clears throat> yeah, pardon me, but we know that they are doing a terrible, terrible avla. What do you mean? What kind of avla are they doing? What, what, what are they doing wrong? Well, uh, you know, they don't like us too much. And we're in Gaulus, you understand that we try not to, uh, you know, get in the way, we try to be honest, we try to pay our taxes, everything we do right. But they just don't like us. So, um, the people from the university, I don't know, they're the biggest anti-Smitten over there. They went over and they hired, I don't know who it was, the rumor is that they hired a Kishifmacher, first I is there, you understand? And the Kishifmacher, what he did, was really crazy. What do you mean? What's crazy? What did he do? Well, he uh, put a spell. I don't know how he can do this, you know. The statues of Stein. Mezukzichen Haller, Mezukzichen Tehillim. Pelohem, Beiru. It has a mouth and it can talk. But you know, somehow, when a yid passes by, all of a sudden the statue starts talking. It's unbelievable. And, and it's crazy. And, uh, and what does it say? It says, beat the Jews, beat the Jews. And somehow it has a spell that people come out, the goyim come out, and they beat us. It's terrible. Some people already moved away already. They're all afraid. We, we, we can't do this because, you know, the Rav says, you know, they do this here, and they're successful, they do it elsewhere. Your Rav is right. A hundred percent right. He is one hundred percent right. We have to destroy this statue. No, 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 no. I didn't come here to get you to destroy the statue. <laughs> because if you destroy the statue, then, um, uh, you know, they, they will really get angry and then really make trouble for us. No. It has to be done with Chochmah. Let's see now. It definitely has to be stopped. Hmm. Let me think about this. Ah, yes. I have it. I have a plan. Uh, 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 you have a plan? Yes. Yes. But for this, you know, everybody has to say to him and Shlomo uh, Zalman. Yes, Rebbe. Listen to me. I'm going to go to uh, Italy for a little while. It might be a week, might be two weeks, a couple of weeks, whatever it is. I have to do a mission over there. Rebbe, please. It's dangerous. You're not going to destroy that. It's a big statue. Did you hear how he described it? Yes, yes, yes. Don't worry. You have to have a little amune in the Tochen Hashem is going to help. Don't worry. All right. But, 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 you just say to him, don't worry. Everything will be all right. And so with that, the Heiliget Sadiq, Rav Abram ben Meir ibn Ezra, he made all the plans to travel. But he did something different. As he came closer to that town, he changed his clothing. He got out of his Jewish-looking clothing. He put on the clothing of a university professor and made sure that not one item on him looked Jewish at all. So instead of going to the front of the building, he went towards the back of the building where there was a big backyard, a courtyard, if you want to call it. And he came in through the back gate and he pulled up with this big carriage that he rented. And he pulled up.
<laughs> and the horse parked. I don't know if they had a meter in those days, but anyways, the horse parked. And then what ended up happening was the Ibn Ezra got out of the wagon. And one of the professors, that head dean, I guess, was there. Excuse me! What are you doing here? Do I know you? My goodness, you're dressed like a professor. Who are you? And Ibn Ezra said, I am Professor Rinaldo. Oh, Professor Rinaldo. <laughs> Very nice. And what can I do for you? I heard... But you have a very big university here. A very prestigious one. Yes, it is. It's one of the most greatest ones in entire Italy. Yes, so I heard. And maybe you're looking for a good professor. <laughs> maybe. And what can you teach? Well, I can teach philosophy. <laughs> Well, maybe I don't have a position for philosophy. Well, I could also teach mathematics. <laughs> mathematics. Maybe I don't have a position for mathematics. I could teach medicine. Maybe, what? Wait a second. You know philosophy? Yes. <laughs> and you know mathematics? Yes. And astrology. And and mathematics, medicine, you name it. But, but, but how do you know all this? Ah, well, you see, I'm getting older. I used to be a very big uh, professor in the universities. And now I'm looking to be a professor, but not for such a large class. Only for the elite people that can uh, tolerate what I teach. <laughs> I think you're a joke. I think you're full of baloney and pastrami and pickle on the side. You know what I think? I think we're going to make a joke out of you. I'm going to call on the university students to come to the big auditorium, and I'll give you a chance to give a lecture. <laughs> and we'll see how good you are. My pleasure. And sure enough, he called together a whole bunch of people. The students came out there, and they were there. And all of a sudden, he gave a lecture on philosophy. And these people, their heads turned because they never heard such philosophy in their entire life. And all of a sudden, he switched to mathematics. And the formulas, the mathematical equations that he gave was like, they, they couldn't even hold cup to it, you know? They, they just couldn't keep track. And then he did the astronomy, and he showed what the stars, and he showed the mathematical calculations, how they work together. And then, of course, he taught stuff of medicine. And he taught things that these guys never even heard of. And all of a sudden, my, my goodness, it's the first time in my life, my life, that I saw somebody should be so good in so many things. I said, you know what? We're going to hire you. Ah, yes. But I'm only going to work on one condition. I said, I'm getting older. So I want, I want only from uh, the elitist, the best students here. I want the richest students here. I want people that are from the families of the government. You understand? Because I know when the season comes for the holiday, they'll tip very well. <laughs> so um, I only want the best. Well, how, how many students? Only ten. 
<laughs> Fine, we'll give it to you. That's what I had in mind anyways. I'm sure you noticed that. Right, right, right. And sure enough, the Ibn Ezra had this in mind to take the best Talmudim. And he had a good reason for that. And the reason was because the top people were the biggest anti-Semitim. They were the biggest anti-Semites. And for his plan to work, he needed to have the best. And so for a week or two, he stayed there. No one knew where he stayed after he left the university. And he made odd hours so they couldn't figure out that he was keeping Shabbos. And, of course, these guys ate it up, meaning... I know what you mean. Like, like they ate it up means like they, they ate up all his words. They just couldn't get enough. That's right. And then one day, Ibn Ezra felt it was time for his plan to work. All right, now listen here carefully. Tonight, we're going to learn a little bit about astronomy. But in order to do it right, we have to go outside and we have to go and see the stars. Come, let us go outside. And suddenly, the professor went outside to the backyard where the statue was not affecting. And then he said, no, it's not a good view from here. Hmm, you know what? Let's go to the front of the building. And sure enough, the Ibn Ezra came to the front of the building. When he got to the front of the building, he was close to the statue. And no one over there suspected that the Ibn Ezra was their professor and that it was a Jew. And suddenly, the statue started calling out, There's a Jew! Beat him! Beat him! <laughs> And as the statue called out, the Ibn Ezra went into the next phase of his plan. What? What? Tis a Jew in my class? I went away from my other universities because I didn't want to have any Jews in my class. And now you're telling me there's a Jew here? Which one of you are a Jew? Admit it right now! Admit it! And of course, they didn't hop because the Ibn Ezra put in such a good act. And he was acting it out so strongly and he sure didn't give any sign he was a Jew. He made it look like there's somebody else here who was a hidden Jew. And these guys were arguing, huh? No, no, it's not me. I'm, 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 I'm. No, 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 it's not to me. No, 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 it's not to me. No, 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 it's not to me. No, 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 it's not to me. And before you knew it, they were starting to argue. And they were fighting each other. And every now and then, they didn't hop. That certain points, the Ibn Ezra walked a little further away from the statue, and it was quiet. And then when the Ibn Ezra saw as they were fighting, one of the goyim came closer to the statue. The Ibn Ezra went a little closer. So then all of a sudden the statue started going, He's a Jew! Beat him! <laughs> beat him! Beat him! Beat him! Uh, you, you see? I told you, Jew, the statue doesn't lie. He never lied before. He's not going to lie now. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. And before you know it, these guys were arguing left and right. They were fighting. They got into fistfights back and forth and back and forth. And once again, when a certain particular guy, which the Evan Ezra saw that he has a big temper, so they, you know, he wanted him to be the one that causes the next part of his plan. So at any time, this guy, as they were fighting, got a little closer to the statue. The Ibn Ezra came closer. And the statue would go, He's a Jew! Beat him! 
beat him. Oh, you see? You see? You see? You see the statue said so. Oh, yeah, that's right. The statue said so. Yeah, the statue said so. Yeah, the statue said so. It's got to be a joke. And it started to beat him and punch him and hit him. And he said, no, 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 no. You got it all wrong, guys. I'm not a Joe. What is wrong with you? And suddenly he got so angry. And he said, I can't fight all these guys. I know what I'll do. That crazy statue is making a mistake. It, it's, it's off the wall. It's making a mistake. No, 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 no. And he bent down and he saw a stone big enough that he could pick up, heavy enough to do a lot of damage. He picked it up and he gave it one big swooping throw and he was a good shot. And it hit the head of the statue. And the head of the statue came flying off. And it hit the ground. And it smashed into trillions of pieces. Have to count to a trillion. Anyways, it crashed all over. It was small, tiny pieces. Oh no. Look what happened. Well, at least now he's quiet. He's not calling me a Jew anymore. Oh, crazy. And, of course, the big dean, the big professors came out. What's going on here? What's the problem? And suddenly the professor said, You know, I thought I was teaching in a university that didn't have any Jews. It doesn't. It doesn't. The statue is very accurate. Yeah. We came out here to study the stars. And suddenly started calling, uh, this guy's a Jew. <laughs> I'm not a Jew. Oh, maybe the statue's making mistakes. I don't know. But it called him a Jew. And then he got very angry. And he threw the stone and broke the statue's head. Oh, no. That's going to break in a magic spell. A what? Never mind. You wouldn't understand. You're new around here. Well, whatever. You know, I wanted to teach in a place that has no Jews. But you have secret Jews here. So, you know what? I'm leaving. No, no, please don't leave. We need a professor like you. But I am leaving. I'm not staying in a place like this. I'm very sorry. Hi. We'll find another place. Good night. And sure enough, they didn't hop. Evan as his whole entire plan. It worked to the T because he was a Mispalo and he trusted Nakadish Borhu. And he was successful. And when he came back, he told everybody the statue was gone, things will be peaceful again over there. And of course, in the university, they never called the Kishifmach again. And the reason? I know, I know, because they didn't want to have a secret that it made a mistake. Because the guy they were beating up was one of the big officials in the, in, in the town over there. And it didn't look good. <laughs> so they kind of like made it like it looked like an accident or something, right? <laughs> yes, something like that. They never built that statue again. Wow, Raphael, that was a terrific story. And, and I know, and you were so quiet most of the time. I never heard this one before. Did you ever tell this before? Well, if I did, it was many years ago. Okay, so I guess we're going to open up the phone lines. And if you want to call in and tell us what, uh, what's your name and what, uh, what lesson you learned tonight's story, that'd be great. We'll start right now. But before we start, I just remembered I forgot to mention one thing in the beginning of the show. That, yes, jwitradio.com could use your donations. So please, don't forget... Uh, be kind and send your donations to Jewett Radio, 
And the address is 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Okay, we'll take the first caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson did you learn tonight's story? Hello. Okay, we'll go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson did you learn tonight's story? Uh, is there a problem with the phones? Um, one second, we have a little technical problem. Um, well, one second. Uh, I'll talk. I'll stall for time. Uh, we'll get a technician over here. Because uh, I know the phones are lit up and it seems to be working, but I'm not sure why it's not answering. Don't don't hang up, you guys. Over there, we'll find out what's going on. Okay? Uh, may maybe there's a, a, a pickle stuck somewhere or something. I don't know. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Hi, I'm Old Man. Ah, okay. And what lesson you learned, Chaim? Um, that you shouldn't start up with the Jews in us. So, you know Yassi Waldman? Yes, I do. My brother. And shout out to Avigdor Waldman, who's sitting near the radio set right now. What was the name? Which one? Avigdor. Avigdor. Okay. Shout out to Avigdor Waldman. Yes, very good. Okay. Thank you, bye. Very good. Bye-bye. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello, hello. Me? Yes, you. Um, Ashanastram, and also, um, that you should always have, um, the Dachin and Hashem. Yes. And you should have, um, you should have the Muna and, um, your Rebbe and your Rabbanim. Very good. The Muna Sacham, they call it. Yes, very good. Yes. What's it? Okay, very good. You paid pretty good attention. Thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson yeah. do you learn tonight's story? Yeah, me? Yes, you. My name is Shia Wurtzberg. I learned that you should always have the talking and Hashem. Excellent. Beautiful. Thank you very much. And I want to give yes. a shout out. A real fast one because, you know, we want to take the other calls. Come on, real fast. Oh, one. my. I want to say I want to buy the CD from your chair. If some innocent to tell you, I have it. I listen over to it and over and over. And Mayor Rosenberg and Uriah Kirschenberg, shout out to you. Very good. Thank you very much. Okay. Keep listening to it. Okay. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name and what lesson did you learn tonight's story? Hello. My name is Matthew Steinman. And I think that you should never believe in magic and that you should always believe that Hashem is going to help you if you believe in Him. Very and good. if can say something, you should always, always believe them and do what they say. And whenever you, whenever you dive into Hitler for anyone, it should always come true. And I would like to give a shout out to my music teacher and to you and to Yassi. Thank and you. to the mailman and to a lot of other people who oh, help okay. us with our Very i got to go to the next call. Because, okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Try not to make shout-outs because we want to hear everybody else in the phone lines are jam-packed. Yes. Okay, hello. Hi, yes. my name is Nikhil Simon, and I learned that you should always trust in Hashem. Very good. Hey, can I talk to Yassi? Hi. Why do you want to ask me? Because the phone lines Hi. are busy. Are you a person? I am a person, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I certainly Okay, am. bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What, whatever you're listening to, please lower so I can hear you. Okay, yes. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? 
Hello, I can't hear you anymore. Hello? Yes, now I hear you. Yes. Me? Yes, you. Um, I learned that I learned that um, you should always have Bidachon and Hashem. Yes. And that you should always have Emunah Chachamim. Very good. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hi, my name is Yaakov Yosef Morgan Stern, and I learned you should um, have Emunah Chachamim. You should never believe in magic. You should have the Tachain and be down with Kaskos. Also, my rabbi said um, that he knows you. He's Rabbi Carmen. He says he was your waiter in Torvadas. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Which yeshiva is that now? What? Which yeshiva he's a rabbi now? Kind of one. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yep, yep. Memory lane, yes. Very good. He said <laughs> he, he, um, you told him how to imitate Yossi. It could be. <laughs> okay, very good. Thank you very much. And send him my regards too. Okay, bye. Hello? Yes, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? I learned that you should have always in Betachem and Hashem. Very good. Thank you very much. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? My name is Moshe Strong. I want to say shows at Betachem and Hashem. Very good. By the way, my sheet, you got my new CD yet? Yeah. Good. All right. How many times did you listen to it? Five. Wow. Very good. So now you know it better than me probably, right? I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out next time I meet you. <laughs> okay. Very good. Anything else? Okay. Very good. I'll go to the next call then. Okay. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? <laughs> okay. Uh, good okay, Marsha, let, let's let's do it quickly because I have a full phone line. Okay, okay, all right. And I'm back again this time, but I only have one lesson in line. Bitachamin Hashem is always with you no matter what you do, you're still a Jew. That's all for this week. Until then, Achvidazen. Achvidazen, that was very nicely done. Thank you very much. Okay, call to. Okay, next. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello. Are you there? Hello? Yes, you're there. Okay, what's your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Um, my name is Mary Hoffman. Um, I learned from the story that. That? Um, that, um, that. That, like, you know, like, statues aren't good, so you should never go near statue, statue because there could always be something bad in it. Okay, that's in there to a certain extent. Hi, Hi, what can I do for you? we got to go quickly because we have so many people on the other lines. I like the CD, like, with the Pesach one. Oh, with, with the uh, Gibbish Gibbish. Yes. Yeah, well, wait until you see what the next one is going to be. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. I got to call you because we got so many other callers. Hello, mm. you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned in tonight's story? Mm. Yes, you're on the air. What is it? And you should always listen to Thomas Hockham. I send regards to Mary Carmen. Very good. Excellent. Thank you. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson you learned in tonight's story? Mm. Yes. You're on the air. Me? Hello? Hello? Uh, there's something wrong with your phone. 
Okay, we'll go to the next caller. Hello, you you're on help. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight? Hello, my name is Adam. And and I learned that you should always ask a dyke if you need help. Very good. Excellent. Beautiful. Very well said. Okay, do we have any more time? Will we finish that time? We have one more. We could take one more call. Okay, hello. Uh, nope, there's nobody there. Try the next one. Hello, you're on. Whoops, what happened? Hello, you're on the air. Why, why are we hearing a busy signal? I, I learned that you should always listen to Hashem. Very good. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay, so I think that's all the time we have. So, Be'ez Hashem, until next week, everybody have a wonderful Shabbos and see you all next week.